everybody, and welcome to Side Character Quest. I am Amber, your player character for today, and your host, as always. This is a morning voice. Never mind. Hey. I swear. How you doing today? We can't ever seem to get time to show up before says... other people. Mm. Did Ty not lock his door again? Ty, mm, I got here early in the morning for the morning choice of radio host. You got me, morning voice. Uh, have you been there all day, morning voice? I'm, I'm always here. When I'm not here, I'm right there behind your ears. Oh, okay. Morning voice, we need to teach you something called personal boundaries and personal space. So right now, what we're going to learn is that people generally don't like it when you're within breathing distance of their skin. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. Is that true? That's true, morning voice. Yeah, no, I'm definitely sure. So... Maybe you could try backing up a little bit. I... Let back, just back, just back oh, up a little bit. Okay. Lift, okay, lift up, back. lift up your your octaves yep. a bit. Yep. Lift up, but a little yep. more, just a little more. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Let try, try to get more. Uh, okay. And uh, come in, come in a little bit closer. Just a little uh, bit closer. Yeah. Little bit closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And open your mouth wider and say hi. Hi. Oh. Okay. Let's you know breathe. I, I think that you're. Uh, wrong about this so i'm gonna go collect some data so uh i'll see you later okay can you also get me a napkin so i can rub my face off of all this humidity that you've put here get your own napkin bye hey what a joke Hi. You yep. back. Are you ready to start the show? I don't know. Are you ready to start the show? Yeah. Uh, as always, this is uh, Ty as your DM. Um, I uh, I don't know what Amber's talking about. Um, this, as always, I am here right on time, and there have been no interruptions or weirdness at all. In fact, we are a very professional show that never forgets to do anything um, that we promise to do, or that we intend to do, or whatever. Um, such as, uh, leveling up at the end of last session. <laughs> we, we're, we're trying to level, we're trying to do this experience point thing, um, that is built into, what's it called? Um, Monster, Monster of the Week. week. Uh, a lovely, a lovely game system based on, um, Princes of the Apocalypse? Play something of the Apocalypse? I don't know. So yeah, uh, a thing that we forgot to do at the end of last session, which we had even name dropped, was the uh, the the doling out of experience points, and uh, we're gonna do that by having um, our friend Amber here answer a few um, questions for us, uh, and a few of them are gonna be pretty easy to answer. The first one is: Did we conclude the current mystery? No. No, you did not. Um, did you save someone from certain death or worse? No. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Interesting question. I will let you decide. Did you learn something interesting and new about the world? Yes. Yes, because last week was the week where we found the dead body, right? Okay. I will... Okay. I will say that counts. Um, did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Mm. I don't think, I don't think, no, I don't think I or the listener has learned anything new about Silas. Okay. Um, and, uh, so if you could get a one or two yes answers, mark one experience. Experience is also doled out, uh, through any time a hunter, uh, so a player fails a role. Um, so I don't know where you are at experience right now. Uh, let me see if I have that marked down. You might also have that marked down. Okay, let me check real quick. Um, this next part is going to be cut out. So we are at level two. Level High two. five, Silas. High five. I think I know. You know what you want? Yeah. So I get to choose any move from another playbook, right? Uh, yeah, if you, yeah. I think I'm going to choose 
I'm here for a reason. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm looking that up. It says, I'm here for a reason. There's something you are destined to do. Work out the details with the Keeper based on your fate. You cannot die until it comes to pass. If you die in play, then you must spend a luck point. You will then somehow recover or be returned to life. Once your task is done, all bets are off. Oh boy. Oh boy, this is interesting. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. Oh goodness. Do you know what it is? Does, does the character now know? No. Character doesn't know. Character doesn't know. But that, that feeling definitely probably comes in. That's very interesting. Okay. So I had an idea, like, we, Amber and I had talked about this off show. His, his character has, like, a, a specific reason for being and a thing that they are trying to do. And Amber didn't want to know what it was. Uh, they wanted me to decide what it was. And I do have a very specific idea. And it plays into the overarching, like, narrative of the world of side character quest. So I'm not going to just tell everybody what it is. But there is a thing. And... I am very excited about this. Okay, so you can't die until you've succeeded in doing this. This is so interesting. <laughs> wow. All right. So now that all of that uh, paperwork and housekeeping is out of the way, we are going to go ahead and get into the game. So how about you uh, bring us up to speed on where, where we uh, left off? So I sort of picture it being nighttime, humid, but with a heavy wind. So it's not that bad. Silas has walked out of the silo, is carrying basic stuff. Didn't really take their entire pack, but they were leaving Clara behind in the silo. Did put the rock behind the door so that, you know, Silas would know immediately if somebody were to try to go in there or if Clara walked out. Silas walks back to this graveyard and is sort of making their way through the... Uh, I envision the grass in this graveyard being like a little bit not taken care of. So Silas sort of has to walk like bigger steps. Definitely. The, the place does not look like it has been that people have been going to this graveyard much. Gotcha. There is no gravekeeper. Yes, <laughs> there is no gravekeeper. There is a grave hunter, though. Their name is Silas. Uh-huh. Ah! Continue. Silas walks up to the body, staring at it without blinking and says what what is going on here and puts their hand uh behind their back and reaches into like the back of their pants like they're reaching for something mm -hmm. um and then pulls their hand back and realizes that like there's nothing like they have nothing uh, and they don't know why uh, they would do that but it seemed like a very natural motion um and silas really gets the feeling like they should be writing something down right now mm -hmm. but that kind of gets brushed off where's my journal i don't have a journal at least i don't whatever uh okay what's what happened to this man and silas ends up sort of probing the area um so I guess I'm going to. I yeah. Uh, you are going to. Um, you are going to roll an investigation. Uh, yeah. Oh, is that the actual? Oh, is that the term? What is the actual term? Investigate a bad uh, situation. I think it is. Uh, investigate a mystery is the term. Oh, um. Yeah, you're going to investigate a mystery. Uh, it's read a bad situation. Yes. Yes. Tell me how exactly you're like looking. Like, what are you trying to? You know what? I'm going to have you roll, and then I'll ask you like what you're trying to figure out. Okay. Because Silas already knows where it went. Because uh, yeah. I asked that last time we investigated it. But I think um, Silas is like really trying to get it in depth on like what happened here this time. Yeah. Uh, so that would be 2d6s, right? Uh, yes. And this is plus sharp. Uh, not that bright. Oh no, that's a that's a five, my man. A five? Uh anything lower than a seven, so a six or lower, is um is a failure, which I'm gonna mark you for one experience. So can I can I can I actually uh sort of tell tell, tell this one? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead. I, I get the the mental picture that Silas like bends down to sort of like examine this scene as if they they really understand what's going on um, and they're like an expert at this. Um, mm. But as soon as they like touch this body, I think like they see the screaming bot like the screaming visage of like the person okay but like as real mm. and silas falls back and like onto their onto their butt and they're like scared and what am i what is going on why do i keep seeing these things um and at this point you you don't uh no no answer is immediately apparent to you um, you, you're just alone. You are surrounded by gravestones and a man just drain, uh, drained of blood, um, wrapped in vines in front of you. It's late at night. There's no sounds on the air. It's, it's quiet. I think Silas, Silas is angry now. Silas is frustrated, gets up, picks themselves up, brushes some of the dirt off. And it's like, well, I'm so tired of all this seeing stuff and I don't know what's real, what's not. Why am I even here? She's, she's upset. She's just like, gotcha. Kind of throwing a tantrum in there. Grips, grips their head and their hair and kind of just, I think, I think Silas just doubles over and cries. Um, oh, <laughs> at that, uh, you hear a slight thud on the ground next to you. Okay, uh, Silas stops moving. And you look to turn um, and see on the ground a uh, leather-bound journal. Silas looks around to see where it fell from. Um, standing to your side is a uh, merchant with a wide-brimmed hat and a face obscured completely in shadow. And he looks at you and smiles. Go away. I don't need none of your mysteries right now. They are my mysteries. And he, you look again and he is gone. Silas is like really fr- like kind of perturbed mm-hmm. at that interaction and just the general existence of this person. Mm-hmm. Um, but rolls over looks at the journal for a bit. You see uh, your name scrawled in the the front uh, cover of it. Silas reaches over and just grabs it and looks up into the the sky or the tree line and like holds it up and it's like, fine, if you want me to hold on to your creepy little journal with my name on it, (laughs) then I will, (laughs) stalker. And... Silas goes to like storm off, walks away and takes it and like goes to put it in their back, like mm-hmm. back part of their pants and stops. And then like puts it in their jacket instead. And <laughs> keeps walking. Delightful. And goes back to the silo. Oh, man, I was not I was not prepared for you to go back to the silo. Um, I immediately saw like when you when you sat down. Uh, that this was not going to go in the direction that I had planned on. Um, And uh, with that, I think we're going to take a short break, and uh, we'll be right back. And welcome back to Side Character Quest. We have definitely been talking about things that are going to end up in the show and not going to get cut out um, because they are appropriate and good for everyone to hear auditory enjoyment. Um, so, yeah, uh, at this point, Silas is heading back to the silo after uh, having this this interaction. Um, so you uh, walk down the path, feeling the uh, warm, uh, well, I guess, Mm, relatively warm, um, humid summer air um, breezing past you. Uh, you pass through that arc that's on the outside of the graveyard, and you see ahead of you um, the set of six silos and uh, make your way towards yours where you've set up camp. 
um, as you approach, you find uh, that um, the door has been swung open. Silas stops in their tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, and immediately, like, hugs up against the nearest wall. Okay, so I'm going to say you're hugged up against the first silo, and uh, okay. yours was maybe, like, the... This is, like, a two-by-six situation, um, so you're at the first, and then there's one, and then there's yours at the end of this row. Um, and Silas starts... Sorry, uh, two-by-three. Total of six. Gotcha. Yeah. Silas starts sort of, like, scanning the area for, like, places where they can climb um, and sort of get, like an advantage, like a height advantage, uh, while also looking for the owl to see if uh, the owl is anywhere. So uh, you see um, a bunch of uh, trees over on the on the right side of you, uh, the silos sort of on your um, left and in front. Um, and so there's, uh, you notice one that's pretty gnarled and, uh, and sort of short and wide in such a way that it makes it really easy to climb. Um, so you could, uh, you could pop yourself up on that if you want. Um, you is do not see way, the owl. Is there any way to get, cause there was, there were holes in the top of the silo. Is there any way to get that silos mm. could see to get up there? Um, yeah, there is a tree that, uh, that reaches all the way up to the second silo. And, uh, so you could climb onto that one and then hop over to the other. Okay. Uh, Silas crouches and flutters their duster. Okay. Um, and, uh, to make sure that it doesn't get caught in their feet. Yes. Um, and starts duck walking, if you know what a duck walk is. I do not. Please okay. explain. So a duck walk is like a common like military uh, move uh, to move while crouched. Um, basically, imagine that you crouch all the way down to the point where you're like sitting on your heels, yeah, um, or as best as you can, and then and then walk forward heel to toe. It's very interesting. Okay, okay, yeah. gotcha. So basically, Silas is like trying to stay. Let's like it's like a really crouch, it's a crouch walk. Um, trying to stay really low, really quiet, climbs up in the tree and gets over to the point where they can get to the other silo and uh, goes to prepare to jump over onto the first silo. And then has like a moment of like, what, what is going on in their head? Like, you, yeah, what? you're getting kind of paranoid. I'm, yeah. I'm digging it. <laughs> like, why, why am I up here? What's ha- like, it, it, they're paranoid not only about what happened, what happens in what, what's happening in the silo, but like their response as well. Um, and so they jump across to the silo. Mm-hmm. You're not going to make me roll for anything, right? No, no. I, I will let you okay. know when you need to roll. You are. I am allowing you to do all of this. Gotcha. I imagine really. Hey, hey, hey! Look at me. I'm letting you do this. This Sweet. is me. Letting you do this. I'm the DM. I'm the right. I'm the keeper. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the keeper now. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> um, do I need to roll? <laughs> is there is there anything to roll for? Uh, do I can I read a bad situation? I don't feel good about this. Oh, uh no. yes, but you only get one D6. Oh uh, no. <laughs> um oh, got Yeah. So um Let me just go grab a D6. Yeah, okay. hi. Roll for the success of your I podcast. Got, I got a one and a victory. That's this is a specialty die. Um, <laughs> continue. So uh, Silas climbs up to the tree, um, jumps over onto the silo really deftly. Actually, like mm-hmm. lands uh, one foot, yeah, uh, almost silently lands on the other foot, and like like climbs onto the silo, but like in a way that like an expert climber would do. Um, Surprisingly good. Yeah. Uh, Makes her way over to the next silo, jumps that one, also uh, lands on the top of that one pretty effectively, and is really surprised that Silas knows where to step, uh, Mm. what's weak, you know, in the structure, and is like, man, you know, wow, this is a lot easier than I thought. And makes their way around to the hole in the top and 
leans their head up against the side and peers around see what's inside. Um, you hear a fluttering of, of noise and a screech uh, and you fall back backwards um, but grab yourself as the owl uh, swoops out of the hole in front of you. Is the owl perched in front of me? Uh, well, it was perched like it was perched and then oh. flew out. Okay, uh, so it's gone now. And scared you out, but uh, okay. but you you catch yourself and don't fall out, uh, fall down or anything. Silas is is not happy, but <laughs> um, collects himself and looks back down in to see if anything's wrong with Clara. Um, you look down into this hole, uh, and it, it's pretty dark. Um, but you. Uh, thinking, thinking quickly, you, uh, you take that sounding stone, a uh, little quick side note. Um, Amber came up with a cool idea that the, uh, big stone would be ascending stone and the little stones would be sounding stones. I'm so into that. Very into that. Um, so retcon, 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 retcon. <laughs> That's what it's called. Uh, it's the, the only retcon I've done so far in this show and I'm going to, I am sticking by it. So, uh, you take out this, uh, this, sounding stone um and uh sort of slant you know tap it a few times um and eventually it starts uh starts glowing to like indicate that it's like ready to receive and uh you hold that dangle that in through the hole to give yourself a little bit more light um and you can see that there is uh, no one um down in this in this space you see that uh that claire is gone all of her stuff is gone um and uh, and it's just just your things Silas uh, drops the sending stone. Interesting. Okay. Into to see, for the light. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to see see more stuff? Yeah. Uh, give me re uh, uh, investigate a mystery. This is Ooh. like a legitimate investigate a mystery, right? Like this is. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll the die. It's die because it's two of them. Mm-hmm. And um, this is going to be. Uh, also sharp, so zero for you. That would be an 11. Oh, on a 10 plus, uh, you can have two questions answered. Um, and, and so those I will those are generally, you know, pointed towards the big monster that is lurking in the background of all of this. But I will I will make them the answers as applicable to the situation as I can. So if you're asking, like, where what can it like where did it go? I'm not gonna say like, well, the, you haven't seen the monster, so you don't know where he went. Um, but I will, I will answer as if you are checking on Clara. Gotcha. Um, first, what happened here? What happened here? Um, so when you drop this, uh, this down, um, well, looking around at all of the stuff that is missing and how there doesn't seem to be like your stuff was completely undisturbed and um, the door was, you know. You can sort of tell there doesn't seem to be any sign that there was a scuffle or a fight. It looks like Clara left of her own free will. Gotcha. What was it going to do? Ah, so what what was Clara going to do? Um, So you can actually see uh, with the light from the Sending Stone that um, something has been written in the dirt uh, near um, near your stuff. Um, you can't read it from where you are, but, uh, but there, there's a, a message in the dirt. Um, so yeah, uh, you get the feeling that, um, maybe Clara left you a message. Silas, um, as they were like looking into the thing, realizes that they're like hanging from the mm-hmm. edge of the silo right now, like into the <laughs> hole. Ah, nice. And like kind of gets like a little nervous and like clamors, loses their footing. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Oh God. And grabs the ledge and like pulls themselves up. Got that bo- upper body strength. And uh, reaches onto their back. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to try to get get down and reaches onto their back for. Where's my rope? Rope. Oh. Why do I keep thinking about these kind of things? And is like super confused about the fact that like. The, the, like reaching to put the book in the back of their pockets, reaching for like a rope on their back, um, trying to like figure out why Silas is all of a sudden starting to like remember, mm-hmm. remember air quotes, like 
these things that don't seem to have anything to do with their life. Yeah. Um, but in any case, makes her way down from the silo, uh, is a little nervous, takes them a bit of time, um, and then goes inside and reads the message. Gotcha. So you, uh, you crawl, um, or clamber your way down, um, and, uh, Amber clamber. I'm going to cut that. That's real dumb. Uh, <laughs> um, you clamber your way down and enter the silo um, and you find uh, all of your stuff completely unperturbed like you had seen from above and you see a um, small uh, message scrawled out onto the dirt next to your pack that says um, what, was, what was Clara's voice? I think it was I think it was like a little bit higher than mine and um, kind of kind of southern like this kind of like that Some, somewhere close not somewhere that high close. I don't think not that high not, yeah. not that high maybe like Probably this like I like this. All right. So it says, um, it says, uh, Silas, don't know where you went. Worried. Going to talk to Goblin. Nope. No, she wouldn't say that. Going to talk to Godfrey. Here's hoping you can read. In your experience, uh, a lot of people in this world are not literate, so like that is not a a diss on you. Gotcha. <laughs> um, Silas feels a little bit warm inside to know that Claire is not dead um, or taken. Um, packs up uh, their stuff for um, and takes anything that would be useful uh, on an encounter with. Uh, whatever this creature might be mm-hmm. um, takes the sending or the sounding stone uh, just in case Claire decides to call out on gotcha. it and puts their pack in on the wall of the asylum dusts out Claire's message and says going north gonna figure this out and goes into the forest after the bugs monster nice do you are so you're just going straight north from here right uh following where the um where from in the forest where uh, clara saw the lights the glowing light or not sorry, gotcha. um, silas saw the lights going in. so you're gonna you're gonna kind of go towards where that cemetery was and then head north then cut north yes. okay cool um that's probably a good good way to do um so you head back to the cemetery and then start cutting north. And uh, this this area of this the swamp is a little bit drier. Um, it's a little bit uh, less um, contained. But uh, when you get back to the cemetery, you see that dead man still, you know, the silhouette of him in the, the shadows um, still just resting there. And you just get this this image in your mind not not a hallucination but just that strong memory of that that those glowing that glowing insect uh floating um flying its way buzzing its way uh to the north um but the the air is silent there is uh there is nothing like that um to lead you right now uh so you head into into the woods as as silas heads into the woods I'd, I'd like to I'd like to activate the hunches. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's let's see what we got here. Um, when something bad is happening, so hunches. When something bad is happening or just about to happen somewhere that you aren't, roll plus sharp. On a ten plus, you knew where you needed to go just in time to get there. On a seven through nine, you get there late just in time to intervene, but not to prevent it altogether. On a miss, you get there just in time to be in trouble yourself. So what I think is interesting about this is in all of these cases, you know where to be, but your character, like, you don't know. But like, in some cases, you will not get there in time. So what I think would be fun here is if I rolled and you didn't know whether you were going to show up there on time or whatever. Okay. So, so I'm going to go ahead and roll and listener, you're also not going to know what, what the situation is here. Um, so what do you add to that? Uh, uh, sharp, which would be zero. Really? Yep. Oh yeah. Okay. 
No, I remember I specifically picked modifiers that I didn't think would be good for the role because it's not like I was optimizing this character. That's true. So right now I'm trying to think of a way to phrase this in such a way that the right result is going to come from it. So I'm not going to tell you exactly like what the next bad thing is going to be, but I'm going to have the... Okay, one one moment. I'm going to think about this. Um, you hear a, uh, a sound uh, coming from some slight movement um, coming behind you. Grabs your, uh, Silas grabs a big knife and... Um, swings around? Swings around, yeah. You turn and you see the bargainer with his arm resting over the shoulders of the corpse and he smiles at you and he tosses a pack off of his back um, to your feet and he says... You're going the right way, but you're going to want to get a move on. Look, man, we're going to have to figure out your way of talking to people, because this just ain't working out for me. Go north. If you want an answer, go north. Let me guess. Next time that I blink, you... Yep. And you're gone. (laughs) And he's gone. Okay. Man, I really hate him. And there is a pack sitting at your feet. Silas um, reluctantly picks up the pack, rolls her eyes, opens it up, and looks inside. You see a number of different things, and they feel familiar to you. They feel ni- this pack feels nice in your hand. It feels like it's part of you. Um, tell me what you find on the inside. Silas uh, opens the pack, looks inside, and kind of jaw drops a little bit as one does um, mm-hmm. and feels a little bit elated when like you're opening up a, a toy chest that mm-hmm. you kept in the basement for years um, and finds uh, a small bag with many tiny ball bearings, uh, a bell, a hammer, 10 feet of string, uh, some candles, um, hooded lanterns, some rations, tinderbox, water skin, that kind of stuff, uh, and 50 feet of rope. Nice. That straps nicely onto the side of the backpack where Silas was trying to grab earlier. Yeah. And uh, you swing that onto your back and uh, start walking north? Yeah. Silas swings it onto their back. Still not sure, but definitely... Curious now, because Silas is tired of seeing stuff, tired of hearing stuff. Um, flutters their duster mm-hmm. and walks north. You are tromping through the the underbrush. There's lots of there's lots of bushes. There's lots of trees. It is dark, um, but there is enough starlight that uh, that you can see. You can more or less make your make your way. You have pretty good vision um you got those got those crazy eyes uh, they're more than they're not just not just a pretty eyes <laughs> they're, they're more than that um and uh you you have a pretty easy going for a little bit um all things considered uh you do have to sort of uh you come across a stream um how, how do you get across that stream it's it's that same stream that you um that the uh road had a bridge over but uh you're obviously not going up the road um, so what do you uh, what do you do when you get to that stream? I think Silas Silas takes out a candle, mm-hmm. uh, lights it, sticks it in the um, in the dirt mm-hmm. uh, as a way to sort of tell where they're gonna like to orient themselves, and you're gonna understand why what I mean in a second. Um, and goes a little bit upstream and gets in the water and begins to backstroke not like actual like backstroke but like backstroke's not the right word um puts their back their their backpack on their stomach yeah so it's floating on their back and swims back point of order the the stream is not going the correct way no crossing the stream huh you're oh you're crossing the stream okay okay cool At this wider spot in the stream, you uh, you get in the water, you swim your way across, and uh, you pop out on the other side. Take just a moment, dry yourself off, and um, continue on. 
uh, obviously not fully dry because that duster yeah. and everything else was like soaked. Soaked. Um, <laughs> um, as you were, as you're like sort of uh, standing up and getting your, you know, getting your bearings again, um, you notice on the ground a, uh, a little beetle and it is um, glowing uh, in the same way that those mosquitoes were. Uh, Silas um, looks up at the candle. And mm-hmm. did they float really far downstream? Uh, not terribly. Um, it, it, this uh, water you actually discovered is, is not moving super fast. Um, so you're, uh, you're pretty close. Okay. It's a swamp. Swamps don't move super fast. Fair. You're pretty slick with, with mud and, and crap. <laughs> Fair. Uh, Silas reaches into their bag and pulls out the uh, candle that you... Uh, gave me during the first episode. Oh, when did I give you a candle? You gave me a candle shaped like a bird. Oh! <laughs> so for the listener, um, Silas ran across a little boy um, in one of the other cities. Um, the boy didn't have much to eat. Every child, sorry, didn't have much to eat. Silas shared their food with the child, and the child gave them this candle. Um, had magical powers, uh, Silas could tell that, but outside of what it does, Silas has no clue. And you're going to light this candle? Not right now. Um, okay, you just have it. You just know. I just... I think the better time to use it would be to be when I'm in trouble. That is perfectly fair. Okay. Um, by, by the way, uh, also listener that, that whole stuff, um, did not happen during an episode that was sort of like a backstory, whatever. So, um, so don't worry about having, having missed that anyway. Uh, so yeah, you continue, uh, making your way, um, North and, uh, as you read a bad situation first, cause that um, bug, the Silas realized that it's not. Real? You you can tell that it's glowing in the same way, uh, so you know that it's connected to the same thing. Yeah, read a bad situation for sure. So I think in read a bad situation, I, I could be wrong here. I'm going to double check, but I think that read a bad situation is specifically for when like you see active danger. So let me let me check that real quick. Yeah, no. So you're right. Uh, I'm going to investigate a mystery. OK. Um, because I think investigating a mystery would probably give, you, give me the answer to the question that I want. Anyway, um, let's do that. All right. Investigate a mystery. That's a six tie. Okay. Mark the two experience now. Jesus. So, uh, you pick up this beetle, um, and you see its way, uh, legs like wiggling wildly, um, to the north in that vague direction. And, um, it, it, bites you and in just a a quick impulse you crush it in your hand and uh, i don't know how you feel about that but you do that um and the thing just kind of squishes and then is no longer glowing Mm, gross um yeah okay you continue um walking through the the woods and uh, as you go um the you find that it is you still don't hear any anything you but you every once in a while you are seeing like a little you see a faint glow off in the distance um like one here a pinprick there pinprick here little dots in the sky uh glowing and and always whenever you see them they are moving in that general direction you also notice that the 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 ground as you're stepping is getting uh, soggier, um, as if you're you're moving uh, deeper into um, into the swamp land. Um, you are going into uh, sort of the wetter areas. You're moving away from the the solid uh, solid clay earth um, that made up the area where the silo was. After maybe I don't know, it's hard to say. Maybe an hour, maybe two. Um, the trees uh, open up ahead of you, and you see a uh, wide open um, space. As you you walk out, you see the silhouette of a structure uh, of a large um, stone building uh, in the distance, and that building is set in the center of, I guess you would call them lakes, uh, center of shallow marshes uh, of several shallow marshes. 
pawns? Fuck. This, the structure is in the center of several um, shallow ponds. You see something moving in the very center of one of those ponds, walking between you and that structure. And you see the bugs, the glowing dots that have been moving through the air. You see them all making their way towards that figure that is standing in the center of the lake. Okay. Uh, I think... Okay, um... Then, I mean, I'm just gonna do... I don't I don't know what Silas would do. I would say uh, don't roll anything at this point. No, wait, hold on. I think I know what Silas would do, and it's contrary to what I would do as a player. Um, so, I think Silas, um... Is going to try to sneak around to another side um, uh, to see if no Silas is going to sneak into a tree. Okay. To try to get a height vantage point and sort of survey. Gotcha. What this thing does for a while. So you uh, you notice this thing um, with all of the the bugs sort of heading in this general vague direction. Um, and you notice uh, the there's sort of like a, a light fog um, covering the uh, a bit of the, the pond, so it's kind of hard to make this this figure out. So you want to try to get a better view of it. So you find yourself as you you enter this clearing, you make your way to the right, um, walking between the tree line and the pond that is closest to you. As you're walking along, uh, you hear a slight hooting above you, and you look up and you see that little barn owl. Um, and you uh, you go to climb up this tree, and you, you scale up it, find yourself on a branch, uh, a few branches over from this owl, and you look down at the pond ahead of you. And you can see that these glowing, uh, these insects are indeed making their way to the figure in the center, you can see um, that they're not alone. There are more of these dots of light uh, making their way from all around this swamp, um, all converging on this one spot. You can see that there, this figure looks something like, almost like a deer, almost like a, a, a buck. Uh, you can see antlers, you can see four legs, and you can see these lights like sort of swarming around it. And that that's all you can really tell. But but you see that uh between the the base of your the tree you're on and this the the pond that this thing is in the center of, you see a, a large um outcropping of of uh, of cattails and bushes, and you scale back down and crawl, uh, do, doing that duck step, uh, make your way um, towards those those bushes to try to get a better look. Takes the uh, sounding stone mm-hmm. and lightly chucks it, like, mm-hmm. back over to the left. Keep the light away, uh, keep it from accidentally going off and bringing the thing's attention light to Light or sound or anything, and if it does, it'll get the creature in a different direction. Very good. Um, you chuck it off to the side, uh, having made your way into these bushes, and um, as it hits the the earth, it very briefly gives off a um, gives off a faint glow. And as that happens, you feel the air turn still as all of the lights that have been slowly moving towards this creature stop. Silas stops dead and then the fog that is covering the the surface of this pond starts swirling up pulling together and these insects start flooding in so fast all just pouring into this pond and drawing themselves into this figure and as they they clear out as the the mass of of lights like comes in you can see better that this is indeed has the shape the shape of a a, a tall proud stag but the antlers they don't look like bone like an ant like an antler does they they look like 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 wood like like old rotten wood covered with moss and lichen 
and you see that the the fog and the insects are pouring into this into the sides of this thing's head you can see it just pouring in and the head snaps towards the uh, the sounding stone and you can see a almost human like face with no mouth no nose but two bright green eyes and slits almost like gills going down the cheeks where the insects and the fog are sucking back into this creature. And that's where we're going to end for today. So I got to ask Ty, there's a movie on Netflix called The Ritual. Did you watch that? I did not. (laughs) I don't even know what that is. You should watch it. I think it'll like your monster seems not exactly like this monster, but eerily freaky enough that it scared me because the monster in that movie scares me until the end. The end's not scary. But like up until Yeah, it was yeah, scary. There is a there is a um specific I think it's an amalgamation of two, but there's at least one specific urban legend that I'm that I took as inspiration. But that particular urban legend, the creature is not a deer, is not deer-like. Um, so if uh, if a listener can come up with what that is, um, first listener to to let me know what what this is, uh, I'll I'll buy you some dice. Hey. hey! First listener, first one. I swear to God, I swear first to God. Listener. Second person, you're just gonna get. You're just gonna get. I'm just gonna favorite your tweet where you send it to me at SEQ Podcast. Yeah, so obviously it has to come on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're on the Twitter, or you could do it on the email. Sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. Um, any of those things. Uh, you could find my house, and then I'd, you know, and you'd get two things. You'd get the dice, and you get a restraining order. Um, <laughs> such is life. Um, now, now that the, the, the show proper is over, um, we're gonna just sign out real quick. Fuck, do you remember what the sign out was? Uh, Rest in peace. Rest in peace? Pay your respects. Pay your respects. That's what it was. Pay your respects. I thought of a new one. Oh, when you uh, thought of a new one? What did you think of? Yeah. Uh, see you when now becomes now again. See you when now becomes now again. I like that, but I, I kind of dig pay your respects. I think I'm going to stick with pay your respects. All right. All right. So, um, in the in the bloopers, we're going to um, level up Silas. Uh, so if you care about that, you know, stick around through the bloopers. Um, if not, then you know you can skip it. Um, so yeah, uh, this has been Side Character Quest with uh, Amber and Ty. Yo, hope, yo. Hope you had a, have had a good time and um, tune in in a couple weeks, and we'll continue on with this spooky thing. I'm so glad we finally got to the monster. Uh, yeah, pay your respects. Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. There'll be like a little music playing and then bloopers. Well, I'm gonna start putting underwear on my microphone from now on. I'm gonna okay. So now I'm recording and I'm getting all these nice little ripples and rubbles um, on my uh, on my thing. It's always island time, baby. Um. So I'm gonna give you an abridged version of what's been going on in my day today. Uh. Got got to work early. Um, work was doing a sell sale of uh, hardware, old hardware, um, at ridiculously cheap prices, and I wanted to get a laptop because I don't have one. I only have a desktop, so I showed up really early to get this computer. Got in line after an hour. I'm finally in line. Um, this person walks up to me and is like, "Oh, are, are you the next person in line?" And I'm like, "Oh no, no, she is." 
pointing to the lady standing in front of me. Um, she, uh, she's like, oh, um, I'm going to buy all of those. And she bought every single one of the thing. The one thing, the one laptop that I was planning on getting. But all of them. Every single one. I had been talking loudly about how I was planning on buying one of those and only one of those and that I was so glad that there was still one left and it made this whole hour and a half wait worth it. And she bought it and she walked away. I had my credit card out in my hand and maybe 10 seconds after she said this to me, the cashier or after, after she walked away, the cashier looked at me and said, uh, can I help you? Oh, no. And just knew <laughs> like what had just happened. Looking at my blatant emotion, filling my face. Destroying me. But at least I'm going on vacation tomorrow. To a city where there is an where I'm going to be spending the whole day outdoors and there is an 80 percent chance of rain. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. That is my life. <laughs> oh, we just need like an animated version of you telling that story. Yeah, there's going to be a weird energy today to today uh, because of this, because that set the tenor for my whole day. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I was just humming and whistling at the same time. That's, that's what really I was cool. doing as well. Oh, that's what he was getting to. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are cheating. Mm-hmm. Um, how about we uh we get a, get with the show going? How about we play some games? Okay, let's play some games. Um, you want to do you want to do a little opener? Want to do a little opener? Sure. Last time. No, no, no. <laughs> intro, 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 intro. Gotta, oh. gotta say, you gotta say the name of the show and stuff. Gotcha. Last time. No. <laughs> no. Um, red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. Red, red leather, leather, yellow. Red leather, yellow. Red leather, yellow. Red leather, yellow. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Side Character Quest. Oh, that spiked. Let me try that one more time. Last time, Ty. Last time. That is very good. What the hell? Holy crap. <laughs> I've tried this so many times and it's never worked. Uh, Princess of the Apocalypse. It is. Thank you. Um... And, uh, thank you, uh, as reference to something that you, the listener, know nothing about, except for Eli. Eli knows everything about it. Okay, um, so I think, I think what we're going to do is I'm going to edit in uh, a sound that I'm about to make, um, and I'm going to add some reverb and stuff to make it, uh, very scary and, and goofy and whatever. Yeah, so we're going to make that really creepy and weird. Um, hopefully I can do that. Uh, we'll see. None of this is going to end up in the show or it'll end up bleeped out um, because I'm not plugging you unless like product unless you uh, you pay me. All right, so here's what we're doing. We are marking it. I listen, listener, shut up. Listen, <laughs> I've had a day. <laughs> He's leveling oh, no. up, or they're they're leveling up. Oh, they no. are leveling up, and that's just you're just gonna have to deal with it. Oh All no! Right? Ties on a rampage. Okay, so at this point, um, let's let's do the little little level up thing. Okay. Um. So this is <sighs> end of session. Did we conclude the current mystery? No. Did we save someone from certain death or worse? No. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Yes. Yes. Okay. Did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? 
Yes. Gotcha. Um, so that's going to be a, a one or two yes answers. You mark one experience. I'm at three experience. Yep, you are at three experience. So you'll probably level up at least one more time before this game is through. Cool. I yeah. like Monster of the Week. I think I actually like it better than D and D, to be honest. It's been it's been fun. I I think that um, what is it called? Prince's Apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that particular uh, game system, um, I think it's it's pretty solid. I think as far as like having it work with a um, in a podcast setting, it really depends on having. For this, for this game, for this, this game, this, this right here, this right this here, this game, right here, here, this, um, here, this, this here, game here, uh, this. Here? Um, I think that it it genuinely re- it requires uh, me to have a certain faith in the player that I, I'm I'm playing with to not screw up stuff, <laughs> <laughs> because like um, I with D and D. I'm since I'm doing pretty much all the narration, I can make sure that nobody says anything that will be that will hurt future arcs, you know, Mm. Um, future plans that I have Um, where in the whole point of like Prince of the Apocalypse stuff is that I give you guys freedom to do things and working with you. I trust you to make like good choices and also to not get mad if I am like that very specifically hurts something that I need to do um, when you when you narrate, which hasn't happened yet. I don't know. I'm, this has been a good experience. I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, Monster of the Week, folks. Um, I don't remember the name of your publisher, but uh, good on you. And this has been a very. Oh, yeah. Evil hat. Um, this has been like a very. um Despite the fact that I'm I'm not working in the normal setting of Monster of the Week, I feel like this has still like worked really well. And and Monster of the Week is designed for multiple people, and I still think it's working pretty well. Um, so yeah, it's been good. And and I'll I'll also add that um there was I was going to say more at this point, but uh, I think that I will save any more for like a side character questions episode, which. Hey, uh, listener, do you guys want that? Do you guys want a side character questions episode? Because I really like I fucking love those. Excuse me. I uh, freaking love those. And um, in podcasts, when they do a questions episode, I just don't know if I have enough listeners at this point to justify that. Um, So, hey, if you want that, if you want that, you that want you, you then you right here know because I will do it. Maybe, maybe by the time I record this, I will have already done one for the earlier stuff. In which case I probably will edit this out (laughs) (laughs) because I'll have already done it. It'll be redundant. Now, as a person who listens to podcasts and typically loathes question episodes. Yeah. I uh, was blown away when Amber mentioned to me that they did not listen to Beep, episode, side character question, or sorry, when they mentioned to me that they weren't going to listen to the the beep episode, fuck, you know what I mean, the episode from the show that I'm not going to mention the name of. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, But I do have to be completely honest, Ty, um, side character questions is too good to pass up. (laughs) You it's can't not do name. anything with that. Yeah, you have to, even if no one asks any questions, ask yourself questions. Yeah. Like right? you need a side character question. Have I told you that you're a side character guest? No. Yeah, you're a That's side character good. guest. There's someone like so good. Listen. I should have been saying that this whole time instead of side character player character. Uh, too bad, too bad. You screwed up. You done Don't fucked move. up. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> We, we, we edit that I feel post. like this is too long to add at the bloopers, but it's got to go in there. Oh, no, it's a this, special one. This okay, is going to be right. like a long thing. I'm glad that like, OK, just so you know, just the listener knows, this has been a hour and 45 minute episode. God, I hope I can cut it down to an hour. Like, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Yeah, um, you guys might be getting a really good gift this time. Yep, yep, yep. Mm, boy. Oh, boy. All right, guys. Um. I've already signed out. I, we can just end. Hey, do you want to just end this recording? 